The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, met fellow adventurous. Sir Crokington is back in the castle, in the capital city, and has just received a, a, a very important letter from the king himself. What could this be about? Well, the adventure is called The Twin Blades. Just the idea that the infamous twin blades, Zarithor and Tharnor, are once again on the loose is enough to send a shudder, racing up even the most widget spine. And I don't know how widget my spine is. Start the adventure. Embark. You're summoned to the Citadel for private audience with King Wenyworld. It's delivered to you by War Courier almost the moment you step through the city gates. The young man, his attire and mannerisms consistent with those of someone who has spent the better part of his life embroiled in the affairs of a monarch's court, swiftly bows and departs, offering you no details of the meeting that will take place tomorrow at midday. He watched the courier climb aboard the coach that bore him to the gates and roll away along the broad thoroughfare that steps through the very heart of Tysus' ancient capital. Wondering what the summons might portend. And secretly elated, the crown may at last be seeking your help. You set off on your way, eager for tomorrow to arrive. You arrived at the citadel slightly before midday, and immediately met at the imposing gates by one of King Wenwald's advisers, flanked on either side by, a, by an armoured guardsman. Promptly and without enemy, you are led into the mighty fortress, the very heart of one of the oldest and most powerful nations of the North Broadlands, and to the guarded door of the King's Throne Chamber. Four guards, two wearing swords, and the other two holding tall, iron-hafted spears, set aside, step to the side as the advisor draws up to the door. He motions, motions for you to remain in the hall as he opens the door and disappears into the chamber beyond. Moments, moments later, he re-emerges and tells you the king is waiting to see you. This is a private audience, the advisor says. 
casting his glance at every guardsman present. No one else is to be admitted. By the order of the king, her, her weapons, says one of the guards, stepping forward and motioning towards the instruments of battle in your possession. And there is a lot of them. They, those are not to be permitted beyond that door. Then perhaps you will be the one to tell our good king just that. The advisor snaps. This is a guest of honour, and she is not to be waylaid. His words produce an immediate sobering effect on all present. The guardsman apologises to you, and then to the advisor, and steps back to resume his rigid stance against the wall. The advisor turns to you and nods, then pushes open the heavy, banded door of the throne room. You step beneath the ornate stone arch that houses the door, and the weighty slab of oak closes in your wake. Taken aback to find yourself almost face to face with the king. The tall, broad-shouldered, grey-bearded man standing before you. His fur-lined robe sweeping the floor at his heels. Nods and smiles. A pair of kindly, deep-set blue eyes peer out at you from beneath his bushy grey brows. You respectfully bend on one knee before the ruler of Tysa. But he promptly motions for you to rise. No sooner have you regained your feet, the king steps forward and, initi- and initiates a shoulder cross. Yep, I guess. <laughs> of course, his advisors taught him how to do that, considering that Sekrokint is tiny. It's been quite a while since we last stood on Sondar's field, he says, his smile boarding. I regret to tell you that I have at last decided to take up, take you up on the offer you made to me that day. Our kingdom has need to seek the aid of its greatest adventurer. Sir Grokington? The king strides over to the fire and lowers himself into a plain but sturdy chair to the left of the hearth. Yeah, yeah, all the fancy stuff, that's just a show off. When you actually want to relax, you get normal stuff. You get normal furniture. Because otherwise you just sink so far and actually overflow hours and it becomes uncomfortable again. He offers you the seat opposite. And no sooner as you hop onto it, he thrusts a silver vessel in front of you. The pungent but enticing aroma of well-aged wood wine rises up to greet you out of the intricately engraved cup. I well know that you and I walk different roads, he says. The tiny cone is his voice, suggesting his words are not meant to offend. I do not know all that you're privy to, what whispers reach your ears, or from whose business they pass, but... Have you heard about the business in Mergspur? You're taken aback by the question, certain as to how to ask it, but you quickly realise he's attempted to gorge the extent of your knowledge by whatever it is he's alluded to, the guards with the pot. You've heard nothing of it, he says, raising an eyebrow as he sips his wood wine. It is surprising and comforting, I must confess. Perhaps we are in time to do something about it.
before anyone else has to die. You are about to ask what it is that has happened in Migsport when King Wenwold holds up his left hand. Instinctively, you resist the urge to speak and falls silent as the monarch swallows the remainder of the contents of his vessel and rises from his chair. With his hands clasped, the back of his robe, shoulders slightly stooped, the imposing grey-bearded figure begins pacing in front of the fire. The twin blades again cast their shadow upon the realm, he says, resting his hand on the ornate mantle as he turns to look, to look at you. I don't believe they need any introduction. Seven are dead in Mugsport by their hand, and it is feared that it has only begun. You are well aware of the twin blades the king has mentioned, Silor and Thynor, brother and sister, are brigands of exceptional cruelty and warriors of remarkable skill. Well, let's go read their lore book entry. The twin blades. The twin brother and sister whose long list of foul deeds have earned them this infamous moniker, the Twin Blades. Our two characters best avoided. Well, I don't think we'll be doing that. Xyathor, eh? brother, Thynor, sister, began their sordid careers as outlaws early in life when, upon the death of their father, a ruthless brigand known to most as Silverfang, they assumed control of what remained of his band of highwaymen. Under the control of the twins, who displayed not only their father's cruel nature, but also his fearsome skill with all manner of weaponry, the small band of highwaymen quickly grew into a small army of robbers and raiders that mercilessly pillaged outlying settlements across the entire breadth of southern Tulsa. At last... When the rewards put on their heads by the crown became more than even the most ardent of brigands could hope to resist, the twins were betrayed by a handful of their own and captured by border rangers in an ambush near the city of Twintmore. The twins escaped from their ranger captors three days later on the journey to Captanus, where they were to stand accused of the long and gruesome litany of their crimes. They were captured twice again a decade that followed, and managed to escape twice more. After their last escape, which left three border rangers and five soldiers dead on a quiet road south of Trithic, Scythor and Salanor disappeared. Most believe they had fled the North Borderlands entirely, for a good number folk they were simply hiding out in some remote nook in the wilds of Telsa, patiently awaiting the day they would seek their revenge on their betrayers and their kin. And of course, start nicking stuff. All the stuff! Nick everything! Yeah! Steal all the things! <laughs> or something like that. But revenge first. Revenge, then stealing, then murder, then more revenge, then stealing, 
Stealing murder revenge. Stealing murder revenge. Stealing murder revenge. Just just keep keep going like that until someone finally gets you. Or you you die. You die of probably alcohol. Lots and lots of alcohol. And then you choke on a nosebleed or something. They were sighted fleeing the Witherport a week ago, says the king. There were seven dead in the belly of the Stormward Inn. And I've no doubt that some among them were related to the betrayal that came so close to placing those two demons on the hangman's wise. Their betrayers are likely far and wide. And what we've seen in Migspore will be echoed in every corner of the kingdom if they're not found. It simply cannot come to pass. Kin Wenwold tells you that while the border rangers and a larger number of his agents are already searching for the dangerous pair, pair across the kingdom, he feels that the task of finding the outlaws and bringing them to justice might be better matched to the skills of a master adventure. Well, most things are. You know, except, you know, manual labour. Not very good at that. Long indeed is the list of your accomplishments, Sir Crowington, he says. The outlaws we seek will know to be weary of guardsmen and woes. But someone like you is less likely to, to arouse their warranted suspicion. The king steps forward and places his broad hand on your shoulder. And looks you square in the eye and asks you to accept the task of hunting down the twin blades and bringing the cruel, vengeful brigands to break justice. Well, of course I will. It's both patriotic and heroic. And quite possibly likely to be pretty heftily rewarded. Because, you know, a king and everything. Not like I'm doing it for the reward. I'd still do it if there was no reward. But, you know, it's nice. It's like, it's sprinkles. It's sprinkles. A cake's still brilliant without sprinkles. But it's better if it has them. Accept the task. You accept the task. The acceptance of the task is met with a broad smile from King Raymond. The grey-bearded monarch reaches out and initiates a shoulder cross. I told you his mind is now much relieved. Your task must commence at once, he says. The king tells you, from what his agents have been able to gather, Scythor and Thanar have already begun to assemble a confederation of thieves and other undesirable characters in what is likely an effort to aid in the search of those who betray them. And also, just perhaps, an attempt at reconstituting some of their former ill-guided glory, he says with obvious derision. You might do well to see if you can locate any of these suspected confederates of theirs. Might be your best chance to find the murderous pair. The twin blades aren't likely to make themselves readily available. Except, of course, when they're new in the stabbing. But they're not going to give you much warning, are they? But like, hello! 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 Good day! Good evening! Good night! Good morning! Good afternoon! 
don't know why they say that every time they stab people, but maybe they do. Maybe they have this weird combination of politeness and murderousness. At length, you prepare to take your leave of the king. He pours you more wood wine. And while you savour the aroma and flavour of the strong spit and jump in the cup, <laughs> he, torsion, he cautions you to remain on guard at, at, at all times. Sainal Thaffar haven't slipped through our fingers by their own good luck, he says. I urge you to take great care in your pursuit. Report back to me as necessary. May the All-Father guide and watch over you, Sir Crokington. You bow respectfully before the king. And Sir Crokington, he says, his eyes narrowing as his gaze meets your own. I care nothing for how you choose to deal with them. Alive or dead, it is of little consequence. Yeah, I can understand why you'll want to kill them, because... They've already escaped three times. So if you capture them, there's a pretty decent chance they'll just escape again. And then they'll have a then they'll have more people on their kill list. Including me. <laughs> a few minutes later, you're once again outside of this imposing citadel on the streets of Talonus. To begin your search for the Twin Blades and their confederates... Select the Embark Upon the Search for the Twin Blades option in Talonus. Here it is. Embark Upon the Search for the Twin Blades. Which just works like an explorable zone. But the zone is the entire kingdom. But they just narrow down all the stuff which isn't part of searching for the Twin Blades. Presumably you did that. In fact, probably quite a few of the adventures you did, you actually happened while you were searching for the Twin Blades. You just bumped into something on the way. But they, they've snipped that out. Because it, it breaks up the flow of the narrative. I mean, they happen, but you don't have... But not... They happened, but it's not narratively important right now. You set off to explore the four corners of the kingdom, looking for any sign that might serve to lead you to the elusive, murderous outlaw pair known as the Twin Blades. And time to explore. The exploration takes you far and wide across nearly all of Tysa. As you search towns, villages, cities, and the wild for any for any sign of the elusive and deadly outlaw pair or their confederates. Despite the ordinary trials and perils associated with travel throughout the kingdom kingdom, you discover nothing that will help you locate the two fugitives. Keep exploring. You exhaustive you exhaustive exploration and diligence in tracking down leads and rumours, ultimately brings you to the outskirts of the Witherport of Rilsborough. Hmm? Sensible. That was when they were last seen. When early one Monday morning, you come upon a lanky, greying man you've learned is possibly in league with the outlaws you're seeking. <clears throat> Luckily, the element of surprise is on your side. 
As, as you've studied the man you've tracked to this point, you attempt to determine your next course of action. So, three options. Ignore him and continue on your way. And uh, no, no, not going to do that. At least not yet. Attempt to sneak up on him or approach him directly. I, well, this is going to happen a few times. So, I'm just going to go through the list in order. Attempt to sneak up on him. Now decide how you attempt to sneak up on your target. Thievery, illusion, gating, or just do it manually. Use thievery. Success. Successfully used your thievery skill with barely a sound. You creep up, creep up behind the unsuspecting man and with well-practiced ease. With well-practiced ease and strike a sharp blow to the back of his head. Sending him sprawling to the ground. Your blow has stunned the man. And he makes a weak attempt at regaining his feet. But swiftly collapses. You quickly place your foot upon his chest. And issue a stark warning. In efforts to deter, deter any further attempts at flight. I, 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 have a level, I have level 60 in divination. So actually 61. So if you lie, I'm going to know. And then I'm going to get a bit stabby. That just, that just happens. When people lie to me, I get stabby. So don't lie. And don't lie by omission either. And don't say things that aren't technically a lie, but lead, but will inevitably lead to a false conclusion. The truth... The whole truth, the nothing but the truth, but only concerning the twin blades. I don't, I, I don't, I don't need you to tell me about your love life or anything. As you grasp for air, you question about the twin blades, its connection to them. The colour from the colour drains from his face upon mention of the outlaw pair, and with only a few seconds, he begins to tell you a long and meandering tale about his association with the sinister duo. You listen intently to what he has to say, discarding immediately the piece of information you determined to be lies, divination helped, and committing to memory anything you feel will lead you to the outlaws you seek. When your interrogation of the man is complete, you render him unconscious with a death blow to the back of his skull and hide his body nearby. With the sketch information provided by the man you've just questioned, you figure you're still a long way off from being able to locate the outlaws you seek. After taking a few moments to gather your thoughts and check over your equipment, you once again set off on your way. So I'm going to have to do that a few more times. As you travel through the kingdom, following up on wounds and chasing down phantom sightings of the outlaws you seek, Oh, wait, oh, that wasn't the Twin Blades! That was just a haystack! Oh no, that wasn't the Twin Blades! That was just the Magudian That's just the Magudu twins! Oh, that wasn't the Twin Blades! That was a Scarecrow! That wasn't the Twin Blades! That was a Pumpkin! Oh no, that wasn't the Twin Blades! That was two cows. That wasn't the twin blades. That was a lyre bird that heard the twin blades, but it's flown off now, so we, we can't hear them. 
You're unable to shake the unnerving feeling of being followed at every step. Kind of unfortunate that this doesn't really go anywhere. Alright, yep. Nothing helps this time. Keep exploring. Here's another man. Yeah, my moon. I'll ultimately bring you to the outskirts of Moonlight Lake. When early won over cast evening, you come upon a tall young man. You've learned is possibly in league with the outlaws you're seeking. Sneak up on your man. Use feather illusion this time. You call upon your power of illusion and create the near perfect likeness of a man strolling towards your target. But there's a tension held by the masterful illusion. You're thinking, I'm gonna steal something. You slip up from behind and strike a sharp blow to the back of his head, sending him sprawling to the ground. Your blow has stunned the man, and then it's the same. Bonk! Question. The same as last time now. Alright, still long way off. Keep exploring. Nope, nothing that time. Another man, sneak up on him with the power of gating. You channel your power of gating and a swirling black portal opens immediately to your right. Wasting no time, you step into the portal and emerge only seconds later on the head of the unsuspecting man. Clunk! A sharp blow to the back of his head with a bit of help from toady poison. Not, not, not the really bad kind, just a bit of mild poison, just knockout poison. Back of his head, sent him sprawling to the ground. Your blow has stunned the man. He takes a weak attempt at regaining his feet, but swiftly collapses. You quickly place your foot upon his chest and issue a stark warning. In an effort to deter any further attempts at flight. Do you want to know what the bad poison is like? Do you? Do ya? Do ya, punk? Well, do ya? Alright, and I get some information. Still a long way off. Keep exploring. Sneak up on your man. Well, I've used Fee3, Illusion, Gating. Just regular sneaking now. You attempt, you attempt to sneak up behind your unsuspecting target. Picking a number. Bonus of 56. 17 from woodmanship, 16 from feathery, 17 from agility, and 6 from luck. I have to get 100 or more, or he'll catch on. Pick now. 84. Failure. Your failure at your attempted action has served to attract your target's attention. The man Turns and regards you with an unfriendly stare as if he's attempting to gorge your intentions. So just beat him up or bugger off and hope he doesn't give away anything. Well, well I gotta beat him up. Attempt to subdue the man. You leap forward and attack the man, hoping to be able to subdue and question, but he quickly turns and dashes off. Without a second thought, you sprint after him in a desperate bid to overtake him and prevent his escape. Picking a number. Bonus 57. 17 for agility. 20 for body. 10 for spirit. 10 for might. Got to get 100 or more. Pick now. 
85. Failure. Despite your best effort, you are able to catch up with the fleeing man. After a chase that lasts for several long minutes, you lose sight of him and are forced to stop to catch your breath. Cursing your misfortune, but determined not to give up on your search for the twin blades and their confederates, you once again prepare to resume your to- your search. Well, that didn't work out, but we'll see him again. Yeah, I think you know, I think this adventure could do with I don't know. Just suddenly, you hear the twang, the twang of an arrow. An arrow is shrieking towards you, and then you get, what do you do? Use. Use fortification, conjuration, elementalism, dodge out the way, and there you go. Just, hmm. And if you find, then, you dodge out the way. Attach the arrow, you find a message. The blades bid you. And then that's it. Something like that. You know, just just give it just a bit of spice. A spice. Yeah. Keep going. Alright, let's sneak up on the man again. Breaking a sneak. 106 success. With barely a sound. You slip up behind the unsuspecting man. And strike a sharp blow to the back of his head. Sending him sprawling to the ground. And now questioning. Now that he's down on the floor. Question him as usual. However. No lying. I'll know if you're lying. Because I can taste lies. Maybe. Or maybe I just get, get stabby for no reason. Who knows. Right. I'll know if you're lying. Because I've done a lot of investigation beforehand, so I know about a lot, a, a large but indeterminate amount of things. Eh? How about that? Hmm? Also, master of divination. Well, okay, only adept at divination. So you might be able to sneak something past, but you have to be a really good liar. And you're like only a moderately good liar. Right. Still a long way off. Keep exploring. Sneak up. Regular sneak. Success. Knock him out. Question. Alright, still a long way off. Explore once more. Nothing found this time. Nothing found this time. Yeah, no, no combats in this one either. And I, like... You just... Random ruffian just comes at you, and this one would run away. You fight him, he says, Ooh, The blades want your head, my friend. And he attacks you suddenly, and then, then you fight him, but then he runs away. The blades will hear of this, my friend. Yes, he then, I don't know, throws a smoke bomb or something. He then, oof, maybe he he jumps onto a 
passing carriage that's funded past and you can't and she can't catch him and really they should you want the blades to know you're hunting them because then they'll put more energy into defending themselves and less energy into murdering people I know maybe maybe all right sneak stealthily assess blow Question. Slowly getting closer to be able to locate the outlaws you seek. Good, we're, make, we're making progress. Slowly but surely, we are making progress. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Clicking through. Okay, I've done all the sneak. Okay, one more sneaking. Move up socially behind him. Sneak up. Oh, that's success again. More questions. Okay, next one. I'm moving on to the. Nothing helps this time. Attempt to approach him directly. You boldly attempt to approach the man directly. Hoping you will be able to get some information out of him. One way or another. Picking a number. Bonus of 69. 17 from diplomacy. 20 from mind. 10 from spirit. 6 from luck. And... 16 from feathery. Success requires 100 or more. Pick now. 116. Success. Your brazen tactic pays off. The lanky man seemed distrustful of you at first, but after a brief conversation that gradually wanders into some of the more recent bits of news from around the kingdom, you appear to have gained his confidence. You try hard to conceal your profound interest. When he begins discussing the recent sightings of the twin blades that seem to have taken place in every corner of the world, at length, not wishing to rouse his suspicions further, you bid him farewell and prepare to set off on your way. Slowly getting closer to be able to out-locate the outlaws you seek. I found another possible confederate. This one, a lanky, greying man near the city of Twingemore. Don't worry if I just ignore him. Not certain the man is indeed a confederate of the twin blades, you decide not to confront him. Instead, you turn and swiftly set off on your way. I'd be curious if there's a chance if you come across someone. So, oh, it, it turns out that they actually—it turns out they actually knew nothing. You, you feel kind of bad about beating them up. So uh, you you 
you give an apology, yeah, and then you, you, have, you, have, you, have a, you have a, you have some paleo together and sort it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it happens. It happens. <laughs> Could happen. Another option. All right. Approach him directly, just to chat. You boldly approach the man and attempt to engage him in conversation, but he seems immediately suspicious. Well, well, I have been asking a lot of questions about the Twin Blades. You sense he's about to turn and take flight. You leap forward and attack the man. Cornering him, just as he attempts to return and dash off with no way to escape, the man draws his weapon and lunges at you. Because you wish to question this man, you may only attempt to subdue him during combat. Because, yes, I do know necromancy, so there's a chance I could question him when, dead, when he's dead. But then he'll probably be all... Then he'll probably be all really sour about the whole having killed him thing. It probably won't help. So, corner confederate. I have to subdue him because of the whole... Don't want him dead thing. Just want the answers, not blood. Strikes out of his weapon. Brutal stroke, six damage. Of course, he's not that good. That's why he's the Confederate and not the Confederacy. Or something like that. Anyway, down he goes. Five XP. Though he's been severely battered, the portly man on the ground at your feet Makes a, makes a last attempt to get away from you, but a swift kick to his ribs ends the futile effort. As he gasps for air, you question him about the twin blades and his connection to them. The colour drains from his face upon your mention of the outlaw pair. Within only a few seconds, he begins to tell you a long and meandering tale about his association with the sinister duo. You listen intently to what he has to say, disregarding Immediately, this piece of information determined to be lies or just incorrectly remembered. Uh, committing to memory anything you feel will lead you to the outlaws you seek. Making a bit more progress, slowly getting closer. Keep exploring. Keep exploring. Yeah. Alright, let's approach him directly. Yep, try to get a conversation. Oh, and he runs away. Prevented escape. Okay, and I knock him out. Keep exploring. Keep exploring. Sneak up on the man. Gating. Gate onto his head, knock him out, answer the questions. Close to be able to locate the outlaws you seek. Keep going, keep going. Approach directly. Have a chat, and he accidentally reveals something he shouldn't. Probably not a good thing for his continued survival. After all, these twin blades do not like betrayers, even if it's by accident. Approach him directly, have a chat. 
At length, not wishing, not, not wishing to arouse his suspicions further, you bid, bid him farewell and prepare to set off on your way. Getting close to be able to out locate the outlaws you seek. Sneak up on him. Illusion. Knock him out. Ask some questions. Keep going, keep going. Just keep exploring. Keep finding confederates, beating them up. Gating again. Gate on. You don't even get any XP for using them. I ask some questions. Extremely close to where to locate the outlaws you seek. So just a few more, I think. Maybe four or so. Sneak up. Illusion. You're, you're a failure at the attempted action to search or attract your target's attention. The man turns and regards you on friendly stares. He's trying to gorge your attentions. Subdue him. Alright, I attempt to leap forward to attack the man. Hoping to be able to subdue him and question him. But he quickly turns and dashes off. Without a second thought, he sprint after him. Desperate to bid to overtake him and prevent his escape. Okay, picking a number. Bonus 57, success 100 or more. Pick now. 100. 55. With a swift tug from behind, he loses footing and topples to the ground at your feet. Wasting no time, you land a swift and deft blow on the back of his skull. Ask some questions. Extremely close. Keep on going, keep on gathering, keep on gathering the evidence to find out where the twin blades are. Sneak up on him, just use feathery. With barely a sound, you creak up behind the unsuspecting man with well-practiced ease with well-practiced ease and strike a sharp blow to the back of his head, setting him sprawling to the ground. Alright, got some questions. Extremely close, maybe one more. Sneak up. Feathery. Ask the questions. Nope, still extremely close. Alright. Sneak up. Feathery. Ask the questions. Still, no. Uh, how, how close? How long could I be extremely close for? They are very elusive. These outlaws. Sneak up. Feathery. All right. When your interrogation of the man is complete, complete eat, you render unconscious with the death blows of back, back the skull and hide his body nearby. The last bit of information provided by the man you just questions, you're certain you'll now be able to find your way to the precise location where the twin blades lie hiding. According to what you've learned and be able to decipher from your questioning of the outlaws' confederates, Xyphor uh, and Thylar are operating out of a small camp, hidden deep in the forest north of Mugsbrun. Oh, they didn't get very far now, did they? They are right next to their first crime. Hmm. 
I mean, I mean, if I was them, I'd do my, I'll do my crime really, really far away from where I live. But admittedly, that's not what real criminals do. It's, it, there's been quite a few times where you've been able to just go, okay, boop, 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 boop. All right, here's a. Here's a map of where the crimes are. In the middle of the map. Boop. The, the, your suspect will be here. Because that's the place you'll be where you'll have to do the least walking. And then if I Oh, there he is. Oh, look. The crime rate suddenly went down. Oh, oh this guy just moved away. Elated that you at last determined location of your dangerous pair, but wary of the peril that likely awaits you, you once again set off on your way. Eager to embark on what you hope will be the last part of your long and arduous task. Please note, you will now find a location marked, the hidden camp, and to return to a previously discovered location while searching for the twin blades. Be sure to save your game before heading to the hidden camp. Okay, I will, I will. Call off the exploration. And save. And west. And... Alright, to the hidden camp. Deep in the forest. Deep in the forest north of Migspool, you discover a small, well-concealed encampment in a clearing that's surrounded by dense lore. An almost impenetrable wall of bramble. Two high tents and a smouldering fire pit make up the entirety of the rugged settlement. And after observing from a safe distance for several minutes, you're convinced that it's deserted. You're about to move forward and investigate the abandoned camp, hoping hope of discovering if indeed it belongs to the outlaw pair you've been seeking. When the sharp tip of a blade pressures into your spine. Don't even twitch. This is a vast masculine voice from behind you. Well, hmm, I'm not sure I can trust you, since you've got a knife plunged, pushed, pushed into the back, pushed into the into my back. I guess it's a very long knife, or or you're crouching. I'm gonna say it's a very long knife. Yes. Because obviously he knew that Sir Crokington was hunting him because of all, all these because of all these Confederates I've been leaving alive, you know, to spook them. And so he got a very long knife so he could stab me. Yeah, got like really long knife. Not a sword though; it's a long knife. Oh, it's a blade. Could, well, could, it's a very long blade. It's not necessarily a knife. Well, then that makes sense. Okay. I don't trust him. Not one bit. So, divination. Succeeded. You sense that whoever behind you attempts to, intends to kill you. So, don't leave a sword... Next to my back, then. 
Attempt to twist away from the sword tip. Okay. Uh, I can't hop because I'll just go into the... I'll just go straight up the blades. So... Okay, I'm going to have to... Go flat. And then sideways. Ah, so I'm going to have to use... A sudden... Fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, the person who transformed me didn't know that it's only chameleons that have the weirdly long tongs. So we went and gave went and gave Sir Crokington one of those, because because most wizards don't really learn biology that well. Yeah, that's the thing. Toads and frogs do not have a crazy long. <laughs> They don't, don't have those sort of... They do not have those sort of tongs. They're just... They stick out more because they're attached at the edge of the mouth rather than the back, like ours are. It just goes... Weep, weep, just flops over to the things. Rather than going... Slip. No, slip. none of that. They don't do that. It, but this is magic, so... And the wizard thought, yeah, tongs have. To- toads have big, stretchy tongs. So obviously he's going to have a big, stretchy tongue. So that's what I'm doing. I just got bent down as much as possible. Then stretchy tongue myself to a nearby tree. Attempt to twist away from the sword tip. I try to do that thing I just said. Picking a number. Bonus of 60. 17 when I'm on combat. Other than my big long tongue. 17 from agility. 6 from luck. 20 from body. Gotta get 100 or more. Pick now. 116 success. You, you swoop. I thrust. I, I tongue grapple to the tree. Narrowly avoiding the thrust of your unknown assailant's deadly sharp blade. Wasting no time, you flip, you flip about and turn to face your enemy. Standing only a few yards from you, his long dark hair draped across his leather clad shoulders, is a man who needs no introduction. Sarthmore, whose unshaven and somewhat bony face, reveals the many muffs. He recently spent hiding in the wild sneers and shakes his head as he looks you over. Is this the best they had to send? He sends in a derisive tone. A glorified goblin slayer. You'll soon wish wish you stayed out of this, friend. With unnerving speed, the ruthless brigand throws himself at you in a furious assault quickly putting you on the defensive as you attempt to friend, fend off his attack. It's Sarthor. He's a bit of a wongan. The only option is murder. Sarthor slashes at you with his long sword. Well, thanks for sparing me the choice, you murderous bastard. Just makes things a lot easier for me or I don't even have the option of sparing you. 
keep slashing and slashing and slashing and sloshing and slooshing. And he's slain. One down. 8xp. You step back from the corpse of the slain brigand and take a moment to wipe away the blood and sweat that streams down your brow. The sudden sound of a footfall on the soft earth to your right spins your head in that direction. Creeping upon you just through through the undergrowth is the sister of the man you just slew. The more skilled and deadly half of the sinister pair that have long been known as the Twin Blades. Because behind every deadly, every deadly murderous man is an even deadlier and more murderous woman, apparently. <laughs> Thynar, whose unmistakably attractive face is somewhat drawn and haggard, glances at her brother's unmoving body, then turns her steely gaze to you. Hmm. I wonder, did they actually like each other? We'll never know, because it's murder time. Without a word. Well, just this time. I have been, it is not murder, I've been officially authorised by the Crown Head of State to chop them to pieces. So, um, it's, this is just, this is a legally sanctioned death sentence. Not murder. <laughs> King says it's okay. And they've been, they have been tried and tried and sentenced to hang for all their other crimes. They have been tried in abs in abs in absentia or something like that and found dead to rights and dead to being dead. Coming now. Without a word, the master swordsman springs forward displaying even greater skill than her slain kin. You fall back several feet before drawing yourself into a defensive stance as you prepare to fight her to the death. Oh, if only you'd work together. You'd still be dead, but you'd be a bit tougher. Alright, down she goes. Go meet your Brother in some sort of bandity hell. Slashes you with a deadly blade. Oh, and meet your dad. Oh, and, and say hello to your daddy too. The enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 22 damage. Okay, okay. And she is slain. There it is. It is done. The Twin Blades are finally defeated. Nobody need fear them anymore. Because they're dead. Dead, dead, dead. Very dead, and I can tell because I chopped them up myself. Unless, unless they've pulled some sort of phantom assassin business. But, I mean, these, these are just... These are regular... These are, these are legendary outlaws, not mythic outlaws. Like the Phantom Assassin. I mean, he's a whole tier above them. I mean, no nobody crimes like the Phantom Assassin. Even that guy at the end of Pete, 
end of Proving Grounds 2 wasn't quite on his tier. He is the king of criminals. Which is... You don't even get a cool hat for that, so don't run for it. Anyway, 1,024 XP to General. 256 XP to all skills and powers. Very, very nice. The Twin Blades are no more. Woohoo! Here in the heart of an ancient forest north of Mugsborough. Less than two dozen yards from their last meagre abode, the cruel and bloody campaign of terror and death, long waged by the wicked pair, has has finally reached its end. Reached its end. You make a quick search of their bodies. Discover the following: some very nice swords, and a very nice dagger, and. 1,458 gold. Because it's kind of hard to spend it when everybody hates your guts. And the instant you go into any sort of shop, people are trying to arrest you. And anyone and all your confederates are just trying to betray you, probably. And also aren't allowed anywhere. Uh, You carefully conceal the bodies of... Sinor and Thanor, and head south, out of the forest, back towards Mixbull. As what could have it, on the road to Mixbull, you encounter six bounded border rangers riding towards the Witherport. The rangers stare wide eyes as you relate to them the details you've encountered with the Twin Blades in the frontier just to the north. Two of the rangers ride on Mixbull, but the remaining pair have. Have you lead them to the concealed camp and the bodies of Flynor and her brother? One wages one way, prepares to set about the grim job of removing the heads of the slain pair so they may be retained as proofs of their death. You conclude that your mission is complete and prepare to depart. Well, at least I don't have to do the chippy choppy myself this time. Our word would Normally be enough, says the ranger, standing closest to you, as he turns away from the unpleasant spectacle that is about to commence. But with this pair, I think a little solid evidence of their demise can't hurt. He bid farewell to the rangers and set off for Mugsbrook, where you plan to spend a couple of days resting before heading back to Talonus. You return to Talonus nine days after the completion of your mission is, thankfully, uneventful. When at last you reach the Citadel, you are immediately ushered in to meet with King Renwald. You're not surprised to find the grey-bearded monarch has already learned of your mission's success. Well, he probably has all sorts of ways to communicate. For example, at the very least, uh... At least a series of really fast riders who constantly change horses so they can go they can go 30 miles per hour for all day and all night because they also change riders. Word meets me only two days ago and I've hardly been able to sleep since, he says, as he fills an ornate silver vessel with root wine and thrusts it in your direction. 
I expected you of a full account for me. Spare my ear nothing, Sir Crokington. I wish to savour every word. When you finish relating the details of your long search and the clues and information that led to the hidden camp in the wine, in which you found the outlaws, the king smiles and leans back in his high back chair next to the fire. We'll go down into the histories without question, he says. But it is, after all, only a beginning. There is much that this strange new age has ushered in, which, in time, we'll be forced to confront. I hope I may continue to rely upon you, my, my friend. You nod, and politely tell the king that you will be at his service when, when again, the need for your son. To summon you arises. You're not a mercenary. I would not think to treat you as such. But I dare say you could always use a few of these, he says, as he hands you a small leather pouch. You're presently surprised to discover the pouch contains a small quantity of adventure tokens. Eight of them. Very nice. You thank the king, but he quickly tells you your gratitude is not necessary. With the twin blades no longer among the living, never again to cut short another, another life, innocent or otherwise. It should be tenfold the number of tokens in that pouch, he says. Of course, I think you all agree these pieces are just a bit difficult to come by. Unless you're tallies, of course. <laughs> He's got lots of them. <laughs> or Gregor. He's got lots of them too. After several more vessels of wood wine and a long and deep conversation with the man who occupies the throne of the most influential of the North Broadland nations, you part company with the king and are shown out of the citadel. As you step back onto the streets of Tannus, you turn and look back at the mighty fortress that casts its shadow over the broad avenue that leads to the heart of the city. A strange notion. Thoughts suddenly comes to mind, and you probably dismiss the notion. Still, you can't help but wonder. And that is the end of that adventure. Three thousand and seventy-two experience to general, two hundred and fifty-six experience to all skills and powers. Now, what will be the next thing we'll do? Mm, well. There's a strange statue, but nope, no point doing that. What is there next? Hmm. Let's see. Don't really want to start a saga because I want because I want five the five hundredth episode of it to be for something new. Oh, maybe. Because I want one more AT so I can move on and get the Quickstone. So, what gives an adventure tokens? Hmm. Shimmering Spring, Poaching North Star. No, that, that, that leads to one of them some eventually. Oh, the, the Killing Hand of Winter. Yes, yes, that, that leads to some adventure tokens. 
uh, between 10, 0 to 10 of them, depending on the route you take. Also untold heaps of bone that leads to them. Takes a while though. Hunted man, that leads to a saga. Get, gets them in the end. Giants. Does that lead to them? I don't, I don't remember. Uh, uh, the one, snowy dusk, deep in the forest. Braggart's tail. That leads them eventually, but you got to buy residence first. Okay, I think the Killing Hand of Winter. That'll be the next one. Yep, okay, but anyway. If, so, until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.